In each episode, we're gonna recap. It's selling all blue with Xander and Matt. Welcome to Sailing All Blue, the podcast where we are setting sail into the world of One Piece. My name is Xander, and here with me is Conductor Matt. Matt, how are you doing today? Ahoy, Xander. Ahoy. Feel like fighting a train had to got caught by a train on the way home. Oh, that's unfortunate. But relevant. So everyone tells me, oh man, so you're Water 7 yet? And I'm like, almost. I'm a chapter. We're, we're chugging along. Yeah, we're we're <laughs> chugging into it. But we still we still have to finish the rest of Long Ring Long Land. Long Ring Long Land. Long <laughs> Land. Which still like is annoying to say three times fast. <laughs> I don't know if you can. I love long long ring long land, long ring long land, long ring long land. Ah, that's I don't even think you pronounced it correctly. You have to go like longer with those O's. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. But you know what I'm gonna worry about, Matt? What chapters are we covering? What chapters were we were we reading? We're reading chapters three twelve to three twenty two. Ah, three twelve to three twenty two. Thank you. We're gonna do a, a little bit of recap. Go go for a little bit of a light recap, and then we'll uh, we'll, we'll talk about it because I I have we're finishing up an arc. Can we do a retrospective? No, no, not for this. We'll do one at the end of the saga. We don't. We there's there's not much here. <laughs> I do have kind of thoughts on on Long Ring, Long Land as an arc. Let's get through it so we can talk about it. Yeah. So importantly, since we're picking up uh, partway through an arc where we last left off, we had the Davy back game going on where it's three rounds. Foxy Pirates versus Straw Hat Pirates. Um, after each round, the winning team takes something from the losing team. Last round was won by the Foxy Pirates. They stole uh, Chappie the Doctor. Chappie the Doctor. Yep, he is the one, the only Doctor on uh, on team uh, fo- on the Foxy Pirates. Chappie the Doctor. Uh, <laughs> oh no! So we're in the middle of game two, where uh, it's Sanji and Zolo in a two-on-three game against the Groggy Monster Pirates, who I guess are like a subsidiary of FoxyCo, <laughs> and they're all named after burger pieces. Like they're you know. Hamburger, pickles, big bun. You know, it's it's very good. <laughs> yeah, I guess um, I guess uh, Garlic Jr. wasn't hiring or something. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's one to one right now. And it's a first two game of uh, there's there's goals on either side of a field. There's balls attached to uh, a, t- a member's head on each side of the team. Uh, Got to get a ball in the goal. So, of course, the ref is also one of Foxy's pirates because they have this whole operation like set up ready to go. So the ref obviously is looking the other way while uh, the groggy pirates make a hamburger of murder. So like they pull out like Big Bun pulls out like Big Bun shaped symbol weapons and we get Hamburg going to turn you into mincemeat with swords like this can't be legal. But, you know, the ref's not looking. But, you know, at the end of our last reading, Sanji and Zolo agreed to uh, team up for 10 seconds, you know, put aside their differences for just 10 seconds. And apparently, even though this, uh, even though they couldn't beat them before, now Sanji and Solo can beat up the groggy pirates. Yeah, fucking nothing. (laughs) Yeah. Like the only, the only difference is that uh, to beat down the half fish giant, 
Sanji and Zolo do like a team attack finisher where Sanji kicks Zolo up into the air for him to like hit him in the face and then like grab him and like grab the ball on his head and put it in the goal. Uh, so it's like the only real like teamwork thing in there. But beating up the other guys, they just like do on their own. There's not really like teamwork. I uh, look, it's teamwork for them. OK, they're like, hey, let's team up. And this is how they're doing it. It's I, it's it, very good. It's a good moment. We're back to punch harder. <laughs> Punching my 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 hard punch didn't work. I guess I have to use harder, harder punch. punch. I need the sword harder. I need your legs. <laughs> I need you to kick me so I can punch. So I have the power of kick punching. Uh, also, the ref is trying to uh, disqualify Saji and Zolo for like being good or whatever. But Nami has stolen his whistle and cards, so the ref isn't worth isn't able to do anything. They, OK, why not? Anyway, Team Straw Hat wins uh, and Nami brings up the obvious tactic that I'm sure people were thinking to themselves a couple, uh, you know, a couple things ago, which is if they the next round is captain versus captain. A uh, third round is always captain versus captain. So if they take Foxy, they automatically win. This is apparently a known exploit with the Davy back game. It is considered a dick move. Yeah, like like that's not sportsman. It's it's specifically called peanut tactics. And it is like it's a named dishonorable move. And even like the straw hats are like this. That wouldn't be cool. Uh, also, uh, that would mean Foxy would be a straw hat. And do you, do you really want him to be a straw hat? And at that point, uh, they're like, yeah, no, never mind. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> They're kind of cool. Imagine the one piece where Foxy joins. Man, imagine that timeline. That'd be a crazy timeline. Uh, we would probably not be where we are today. <laughs> yeah, we'd have been winning everything because Foxy is broken. Uh, <laughs> Foxy is pretty broken. That's low slow fruit is something. Yeah. So anyway, Chappie, the Foxy pirate uh, has now been stolen by the Straw Hats. Uh, he is now Tony, Tony Chopper again. <laughs> Yay, man, I thought we were lost him forever. Yeah, and we, we'd lost we'd lost uh, Tony forever. It was going to be the worst. Who I was on bated breath. Yeah, we, we definitely were, were worried about losing a straw hat. <laughs> anyway, we, we have like a halftime show. Everyone's still doing like the carnival stuff while uh, combatants get ready. We see Foxy come out. He's shirtless with boxing gloves, suspenders and a knife in his belt. Luffy comes out shirtless boxing gloves, a flaming skull and crossbones painted on his chest and a giant afro. Uh, we, get, we get a quick flashback where they're explained, explain they have to wear the boxing gloves um, and Usopp and uh, Luffy are led to a dressing room and like they're dressing Luffy and Usopp finds the afro and he in full seriousness tells Luffy it will make his punches stronger. <laughs> as a reminder this does not get qualified as an Usopp lie this is just merely truth it's just something modern science can't explain it is on the same level as slowpoke particles <laughs> see I was gonna be I was gonna say this is an Usopp lie but but no it's no, so it's much not better that, it's really yes, truth. you're right it's a known natural phenomenon yeah that is just unexplained by modern science yeah, Usopp says modern science can't explain it, but we know this. <laughs> I mean, we already saw what well, wasn't it like uh, the last time we fought a uh, short, rotund uh, dictator type who was semi competent and had a broken devil fruit, you know, uh, Wapple. <laughs> uh, just saying there's a pattern here. He also had we had Kuramarimo. 
that body horror. <laughs> oh, yeah. So we, we have a precedent for this as well. And also, just like the Wapple fight, this is going to be a good Luffy fight. It's a, it's a good Luffy fight. Luffy believes in the power of the Afro and the Afro's power truly works. Like we're about to get like seven chapters of fight that are actually I like it better than <laughs> the Enel fight. It it honestly makes the whole arc and people fucking go, I skipped it. It's like, are you kidding me? The first half of Long Ring Long Land. Terrible. No defending it. The second half of Long Ring Long Land. Yeah, this is this is this is just fun. <laughs> it slaps. Yeah. Well, it's like this this type of fight is kind of what we needed. Yeah, it it really is. Um, I feel like the first ha- or at least the yeah, the first half, like essentially what we read last episode, I think could have been done in like two chapters and mm-hmm. we just had a bit of longer fights. I would have liked the Sanji Soro fight to be a little longer for it to feel good because like they're two of our strongest boys. And everybody yep. was like two chapters. It's like four or five. It's, oh, it's it, ridiculous. It didn't. It didn't feel good. <laughs> it, no, it didn't. But anyway, um, we're we're trying to determine the battlefield where by tradition, it's where a cannon, this cannonball lands, which, of course, like Foxy just like slow pokes it as soon as it comes out of the cannon. So it'll just drop on the ship where they are. And that's where he has all his traps set up. Uh, rules are if you get knocked out of the ship, you lose. So everyone like goes to the stands while Luffy and Foxy are going to fight on the ship. So Foxy is able to dodge Luffy by hitting him with the slowpoke beam and then come in and hit him with a rush attack. Now, like normally this would be enough to take down most people. But, you know, even Foxy knows brute force attacks. They're not going to have much effect on Luffy because he's rubber. But the idea is that he just needs to compound them and ring him out. Since we're on Smash Brothers rules. <laughs> yeah, we're going a uh, single stock percent here. Yeah, like Man Knight doesn't kill Ganondorf. He just hits him a bit and sends him flying. <laughs> like, you don't have to you don't have to actually kill them. You just send them flying. Yeah. And can I say that, like the fact that Foxy is so far the only villain to address Luffy being rubber and the fact that like, hey, this isn't going to work, but I have a counter. Yeah, I think it's the first one that's like directly say that and has been like, I'm going to think about this. I got it. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I have I have a lot of thoughts, actually, on on Foxy as a villain and what he represents uh, that we will we will get into. Oh, in this I'm episode. so excited to hear this. Oh, yeah. Uh, but now we just have the fun fight. So we get all these traps uh, that begin with like Luffy having to dodge arrows and Foxy does like these creative things like he he has these cannons that fire and he slows down the cannonballs and then he rides the cannonballs that are slowed <laughs> and then they run out of slowpoke pho- photons and like careen off. So he like he rides them to like dance around Luffy and like Luffy tries to get on a cannonball, but it runs out and then it like sends him flying. So like it's. Like he he knows how his power works and he's so creative with it. It's so fun. It's so fun. Like he's not strong. He knows he's not strong, but he knows he can leverage his power in interesting ways to still fight. 
And that's why he's a 30 mil bounty <laughs> that and like he has a, a giant crew from all this, but he's not powerful. He's just he's he's crafty. He's crafty. Yeah. Clever, crafty. He's wily like a fox. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, uh, we, we get more traps like mist and cardboard cutouts. But again, like he's also a joke character. So like Luffy just insults Foxy into revealing himself. Cause it's like, they all look, I can't tell which one's you. They all look stupid. And then Foxy's like, oh no, he's saying I'm stupid. It's like, there you are. <laughs> so good. And like, one thing is the ship is huge, but where this is like a big improvement over say like the Krieg fight in Barati. Cause there, it, it has a lot of similarities to the Krieg fight in Barati where, you know, you have an almost like joke character who just has a bunch of gadgets that they're just throwing at Luffy. But because in this one, the backgrounds don't disappear. Like we don't end up in these white voids. You always have a sense of where everyone is. There's always enough detail to show you where everyone is. And you never lose like that sense of scale or perspective or like space. It like Oda, as we'll see, Oda gets way uh, better over time with like places feeling. I don't want to just say real, but that's what I'm going to go with real. Because it does have a sense of space. Yeah. And it only improves from like, we have this ship. We're going to have a, the next arc, you'll see what I mean. It, I think they re- it really highlights in the next arc. Yeah, it, it feels like someone has been, you know, doing this for 300 chapters. <laughs> yeah. Where Arlong Park felt like, how far away are like the villages? It feels like a quick, brisk walk, but like the map shows they're really far apart. Okay, it's, just because Arlong weird. Park is on like Game of Thrones, like travel <laughs> plan, where it takes as long as it narratively <laughs> as it needs. <laughs> as it needs. Anyway, uh eventually like Foxy uh lures him like deeper into the ship. Um, and you know, Luffy obliges because of course he sh- he does. And then we still have more traps and hijinks, like Foxy dresses up as like a chef and a nurse and like and like just like beats Luffy. But like Luffy does stuff, too, where um, he tries to get Luffy to like walk through a um, like a a walk into a trap. But Luffy like pulls out, pulls like one of the cannons out and like he uses it against him. (laughs) Eventually, Foxy lures is like, hey, you want to come see something cool? And he lures Luffy into a room where where like they drop down and it's this like big space where on one end is the Gorilla Puncher 13, and on the other end is a mirror. And the Gorilla Puncher takes up, like, the whole room. So it's almost like one of those, like, ancient Egyptian tomb traps where the wall is closing in, but the wall is a punch machine that punches instead of spikes. <laughs> it's it's the perfect machine. It is perfectly streamlined. No unnecessary <laughs> components. The Gorilla Head is a must. Yes. <laughs> and from, from there, uh, Foxy pilots the machine now luffy would normally just you know jump up hit foxy but he's having trouble dodging the slowpoke beams because the mirror is important this is where we see a very important fact they're slowpoke photons which means they're light which means that they can bounce off mirrors and foxy uses the mirror so that luffy can't dodge easily (laughs) oh also uh Part of the reason for using the punch machine is that it superheats the the boxing gloves. So even though Luffy's made of rubber, the attacks will still burn him because we need elemental damage, not just bludgeon damage. <laughs> so like Luffy, Luffy breaks the mirror because, you know, he realizes, hey, can't can't bounce if there's no mirror. So he punches it and it just shatters everywhere. And then 
now that he's not worried about like dodging the slowpoke beams, he goes up, he punches like the, the gorilla head and he gets hit by the machine attacks. And we see outside that, hey, you know, no one can actually see what's going on in here. Like no one's able to like cheer or boo because they're all just watching the ship and they're like, are are they still alive? I don't know. So suddenly we see two people appear coming out and it's Foxy dragging a burn, a burned up Luffy out. Foxy is like celebrating, but, you know, Luffy didn't hear no bell and he gets up because, uh, you know, and everyone goes, oh, man, it's the Afro. <laughs> We're going to go. OK, remember, we've we've seen One Piece, the movie. Mm-hmm. We we had the Shandians and Skypea, and this is this is kind of another like thing with like the soul of a brother like it gets it gets a little off you know we're just gonna put it in the bucket but yeah it's the it's that the afro gives him the soul of a brother and that's why he can stand yeah so anyway uh foxy pulls out his knife but it it, but turns out it's actually a lightsaber he has a lightsaber that's a whip that made out of slowpoke photons so, like, Luffy is pretty helpless against it. But it's also like, where did he get it? Because he generates the Slowpoke photons. Think of it as, like, Kuwabara's sword during the, like, uh, the, the, the four demon arc. Yeah. It's like that, but Slowpoke energy. Because he's holding a stick. He's, he's holding it, but it, it, it's kind of implied that it's a beam, so that it doesn't need, it's not running off of him. It just emits them. But, I mean, they, the Slowpoke photons are definitely science. He's I mean, it could it could just be like a clear rubber tube and he just sends it through. <laughs> doesn't explain how it's like a hard light. I don't know. Anyway, um, if it doesn't require him to work, then you should steal that shit. It's also cap- because it's like more dense. It's capable of freezing like specific parts of Luffy. So it only freezes like his arms and legs, you know, his guard. But so but, you know, he can still like move a little bit. And it becomes this like force versus a movable object thing where Foxy just keeps punching the rubber man. But Luffy is able, you know, with the power of the Afro to keep getting up and up again, uh, get, get knocked, knocked down. down. Yeah, it and it's like clearly like it's Luffy just has the endurance to last out to outlast Foxy and Luffy, you know, because Luffy doesn't just have really high defenses. He has high HP because he's, you know, very stubborn. He's not going to give up a single comrade to Foxy. No, and even like never. even some of Foxy's pirates are like, wow, that guy's really cool. He's like, stop cheering for them. For him. <laughs> so we get the final weapon, the Foxy fighter, a cardboard fighter jet powered by one of the slowed cannonballs. Sanji tells Luffy to like move at the last second and Luffy's able to like just be barely grazed by the fighter. And Foxy, you know, tired with direct fighter like he just comes in as he and Luffy both rush each other. And Foxy's trying to point like do a point blank beam at Luffy but Luffy reveals that, you know, he's not actually going for a punch. He's showing a mirror shard that he pulled out of the Afro. And again, light bounces the beam back into Foxy. And now Luffy gets his own uninterrupted 30 seconds of beatdown, <laughs> which is so good. So, you know, combo launches Foxy off the boat. Luffy's victorious. Luffy passes out and Foxy gets rescued from sinking uh, eventually. And, you know. He wakes up. Uh, Luffy wakes up being tended to by Chopper in the field. So Foxy asks, like, who are you going to take? Offering up three different cop- carpenters. And Luffy's like, now nah, I'm going to take the Jolly Roger. Uh, so they can keep the sale, but Luffy draws them like a new really terrible one. We got we got Tonjit the Nomad who thanks them for getting revenge for, you know, shooting his horse. horse. 
and kind of addressing our complaint last time uh they're like you know it's too bad we can't just sail you around because the log post doesn't work like that we're not going to explain why but just the log post doesn't let us log post won't let us this log post won't let us so anyway they go back to tonjit's house and find a mysterious man there and robin freaks out as she's addressed by admiral aokiji yeah they're so cool so yeah we get we get the breakdown that there are three admirals Kizaru, Aokiji, and Akainu. And I know we've seen Akainu in the um the flashback back in Ajaya. So we we've seen Akainu before as well. I know. Um, yes. we're led they're led by Fleet Commander Sengoku. And Aokiji's like, hey, don't so those are like the four most powerful Marines are the three admirals and the commander, or at least the three most important ones. Aokiji's like, oh, don't worry. I was just taking a walk. Hey. My motto is lazy justice, lazy justice. So he's only here to verify where Nico Robin went after Alabasta and then like report back. You know, she's joined the crew. So that's their new total bounty. He's heard overheard the conversation about Tonjit's horse uh, need to recover. So he's like, yeah, come, come with me. I can I can help you along. So he has to fall into the shore uh, where he freezes a path to the next water. Uh, to the next island where he's like freezing the water into like this giant ice scape. It even like freezes a sea king. He's like, yeah, this this will hold for a week. It's like, you know, you've uh, <laughs> you've decimated like the ecology of the fishing ecology of this. I can't imagine what the the nomadic village that lives on this island all, you know, all time is going to to have for food for a while. Probably be rough. Oh, Aokiji buddy that's not very that's not very like justice of you (laughs) that's not not justice yeah he he has the ice ice logia fruit so yeah uh aokiji though is like he's he's looking at the at the koreans like now he's kind of concerned he's like you know you're just like your gramps monkey d luffy (gasps) oh who's his gramps I owed a debt to your grandpa but now maybe i better kill you guys So Aokiji explains the reason for Robin's bounty and bounties in general is that it isn't just the strength of the criminal, but their threat to the government that determines it. And that's why even at eight years old, she had a bounty. Yeah, which uh, what? What? We already knew that, though. We already knew (laughs) that. No, no, I know. But like we knew that they had a bounty at like eight. But like what doesn't how is an eight year old threatening? I guess we'll have to find out. But. This does answer your question about power levels, Matt. No, I still maintain this as power levels, but it's also like, OK, so Crocodile being only, you know, himself only like the hundred, like the hundred something million. It's it's like he he was at a low power level because he was working with the government so early and it and Baroque Works was a secret. If Baroque Works had been known, his power level would have his bounty level would have been higher. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So it's also that it's also that they're lagging. Anyway, he's pretty sure Robin will cause the downfall of the Straw Hats. But when she does, like just like Baroque works and every organization before it, that's going to be a mess. Um, And Robin like lashes out and she tries to pell him. (laughs) But instead of getting, you know, pelled, he freezes the arms and breaks them. Um, He then summons an ice sword, which Zolo takes as the opportunity. Oh, my turn now. So (laughs) we actually get a triple attack of Zolo, Sanji and Luffy. They they immediately do a team attack. It's actually kind of crazy that we 
on site get a team attack from them and it doesn't work. They get hit with freezing blasts that freeze Sanji's leg, Zolo's arm and Luffy's fist. Um, and then now Kiji like, you know, ice forms up to Robin, hugs her and turns her into an ice statue. Yeah, like like she is frozen solid like Oda, what is with you and body horror? My guy, are you OK? And he <laughs> like, just saw Batman and Robin. <laughs> God damn it. He finally saw it. He took time out of his busy schedule. He finally saw Batman and Robin. We got Mr. Freeze stuff going on here. He's like, yeah, don't worry. She's alive, though. Of course, if someone if she were to shatter before she thaws and he winds up a punch and, you know, because his whole thing is, I'm, is he's going to kill Robin and Luffy like rushes in and comes in, like pulls her away for the save, gives her a chopper and Usopp to take her back to the ship. And like Nami, like meat shields them. And, you know, Aokichi just like throws her. He doesn't even freeze her. And like Luffy seeing like, you know, Nami Sanji Zolo like is not going to beat him. He's like he steps in. He challenges Aokiji to a one on one. And he's like, sure. Chopper continues to be the best boy. Best boy. Saving Robin and then Zolo and Sanji. Uh, and Luffy gets two paged by Aokiji into being frozen solid. Like two page real quick. Uh, big panels. Quick sequence sequence. You're done. But deal's a deal. Can't lay a hand on the others without breaking the one on one. So you took care of Crocodile. Won't shadow you now, but we're even. Also, Smoker had some message for you, but whatever. <laughs> like, eh, fuck Smoker. Well, he's nothing. He's a fucking regular grunt. This is like the third time we have ended an arc with someone has a message for Luffy, but they don't tell him. So, yeah. Anyway, Aokiji gets on his bike and is ice pathing back across the water. And he looks at his log and he sees that the next path the log post will take them to is water seven which is near headquarters he's like oh okay that'll be interesting okay that's cool <laughs> that's cool but it establishes they know the roots yeah so like like we know like that there are now established roots uh which we were kind of hinted at i think we were told but not explicitly when crocus was explaining like oh we were told post. explicitly we were told explicitly i'm gonna yeah, get that into if, that yeah that it follows the path but like the fact that they're known and mapped out probably like every combination at this point might be mapped out uh oh except for the skypea one i guess oh, yeah yeah the skypea one's not mapped out but um even miss all sunday uh when she was because you know she's different than robin uh when yeah, she yeah. was at of whiskey course. peak she knew she was even she even hinted that like if you try and follow the regular path to alabasta everyone knows where you're going that's why they had to use the the weird eternal pose Anyway, they get Luffy back and Chopper, you know, continues to be the best. Uh, Usopp collapses on the ground like this was an interesting Usopp moment. I wanted to highlight that mm -hmm. he's like, you know, I wonder if guys like that are what we're going to have to deal with from now on. No, I'm like all I did was run around and scream. And Zola's like, yeah, don't worry about it. Yeah, he's like, go to sleep, idiot. <laughs> yeah, but Usopp is clearly still worrying about it. Like. You, you know, he he and Nami are not Zolo or Sanji or Robin. So anyway, we have a we have a few days at sea where everyone recovers. And then we're, we're that's the end of Long Ring Longland. Woo. And now we have the first chapter of Water 7. Yeah, a very good start to the arc. In my opinion, I, I love I love this chapter. Yeah, we have we have a few days at sea with like some nice like everyone recovering moments. 
And then in the distance, we see a giant train come by and almost take out a frogman. And, you know, the Marigo barely avoids the train coming past because it's like a massive train. You know, objects in the mirror larger than they appear. The train goes under an archway attached to like a small island with like a hut and a lighthouse. And this little girl and her grandma wave to the pirates like, oh, hey, look, pirates. So the grandma, who's day drinking, is Kokoro, the station master. And her granddaughter is Chimney. And they have a cat named Gonbei. Gonbei is a rabbit. No, it's a cat. It says cat. Actually, a rabbit. <laughs> we don't read the brackets. <laughs> it goes meow. <laughs> anyway, Luffy introduces himself as king of the pi- the future king of the pirates. And Nami asks, yeah, so what was that? Uh, Chimney explains that was Puffing Tom the sea train. Uh, sea trains are basically just like steam paddle boats that travel along rails that are floating under the surface of the water. <laughs> uh, also, like the rails are supposed to be cordoned off. You should like this is dangerous for ships. Uh, oh, uh, the frog dude. That's Yokozuna. He's like discount Laboon with like versus the train or something. He'll be back. He keeps trying to fight the train. <laughs> we got to fight the train. So, yeah, I, I really hope he's not back, though. Anyway, uh, Kokoro says the train just came from Water 7, which seems to be where they're headed. It's a city well known for shipbuilding and technology. Wow. Seems like a great place to pick up a carpenter. Away we go. Away we go. Off to find a carpenter. A shipwright, if you will. And being clear, that is Luffy going, yeah, that's a great place to get a carpenter. <laughs> so that's that's not us being sarcastic. That is that is a half page of Luffy going, let's get a carpenter there. Yep. <laughs> like, Odo is like, hey, we're going to get someone. Let's go. It's like, if if we keep picking up, if, if every... Well, this is where it's interesting... And why it's a little bit, I think, easier to get invested in this in these in these arcs now is we have the crew together. Skypea was the first saga that we ended without getting a new crew member. If we count um, Robin joining, if we count Robin really joining at like the beginning or like end of Alabasta, we were able to go through like multiple arcs without adding a new crew member. So this really feels like the core group. So it, it feels like everything we're doing matters now. Yeah. So it's like, okay, if we're picking up a carpenter, this is going to be a whole this is going to be a whole ass thing, whole ass thing. And I cannot wait for you to get to the wonderful chapter ending. But we have to talk about this. We have to talk about Foxy. We got to talk about Long Ring Long Lands. Yeah. So I Long Ring Long Land is the type of arc I would have expected had Whiskey Peak not happened. That is what I expected the the grand line to be. This is, I feel like, what the grand line was promised to be. And then we had a swerve into the whole Baroque Works thing. <laughs> but like this is this is an arc that could have taken place anytime pre Alabasta. And it, it has a lot of similarities to Drum Island. It's like if you if you'd gone, um, you know, reverse mountain, Drum Island, Long Ring Long Land especially in the context of having gone through East Blue, it would have felt like still the same One Piece. And so it it feels almost like a reset back to early One Piece, but with all the lessons we've learned and the stakes we've added. Yeah, I I, I agree with that. Like, I, I couldn't put it better. Yeah, and like, I do like how Foxy is the next stage of what you know what crocodile was talking about 
like crocodile and Edaru are about you you can have powerful devil fruits but you have to know how to use them like it's not the size of the devil fruit the power of the devil fruit and the pirate it's the power of the pirate with the devil fruit <laughs> so that was that was a horrible attempt at doing that anyway uh at butchering that saying but it's it's what he's trying to be is it like he is he is a more competent wobble this is this is the next stage of of krieg and wobble is foxy and every time it gets better but he also establishes that this is what's it's going to be like we're going to have to deal with the foxies and the bellamies and and the the alkijis you know like this is a norm right now we just met like some people back to back in a single day foxy and then aokiji yeah that's that's normal also how in the world did aokiji find them he's part of the marines they got info they got intel i mean it's like uh i i have in like our, our g8 episodes like it, it, do- it just doesn't make sense that aokiji found them but whatever <laughs> i i think i think we get an indirect answer with uh, details we'll get in future chapters you know just wait till chapter 800 we'll get there oh yeah i'll just i'll just wait till chapter 800 and then have the answers i mean i yeah, yeah. just, just put like a I, said, I, I like to think that it's just g8 is canon it's just what all what it'll be but, g, yeah. g8 is canon in our hearts it is and it explains how aokiji found them but i'm i'm very interested to see where we go with water seven because i still haven't seen it yet like this to me is like, OK, we're we're doing that whole slowly finding some new cool place. And everyone tells me this is like the tightest shit. <laughs> no one remembers Long Ring Longland. Everyone remembers Water 7. So what in the world can Water 7 be? It be seven of seven, buddy. Yeah. And the seven is weird, too, because Long Ring Longland was like 10 islands and the log pose didn't work there. So what does it mean for there to be a seven of this thing? Very curious, but I'm sure we'll find out very soon. You could say yeah. practically immediately after after we end here and you start reading. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, we also I mean, we've also just had the massive bomb dropped of Luffy's grandpa, which I, I know you I know you edited that out. I know you edited it out last time it came up. What do you mean? Last time, last time I talked about it, you did it out. What I, I don't remember this. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but that's why I'm not going to say it. Yeah, we know nothing about Luffy's grandfather. Like we know, like we have an idea. They might be another pirate from like the, the one, the one shot of Romance Dawn that we covered in a special. Like that's what we're talking about. You know, nothing else. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know nothing. Yeah nothing <laughs> anyway uh gonbei is actually a rabbit tell your friends the secret must lies. be let out <laughs> lies they're a cat <laughs> but are you ready for your next chapters matt oh we you're ready to get me into water seven i i'm ready do you have more to say let's talk about it i mean i can kind of just keep gushing over how much i liked the luffy fight and how much it's very good both, both of them both luffy fights I kind of glossed over the Aokiji fight, but oh yeah, that Aokiji fight's pretty sick. Yeah, the the whole sequence is showing how okay when you're not prepared for a Logia user and they don't just hand you the key to victory, 
they fuck you up. It I think it was important for us after having beaten two Logia users back to back to reestablish they are they are monsters. Logia equals power. Yeah, like they are scary. Uh crocodile and Enel or Enel specifically is just incompetent. Crocodile. I don't have an answer, honestly. I have a theory, but I can't talk about that theory just yet. Well, with Crocodile, he won twice. Crocodile didn't lose the first time. Crocodile lost to lost one out of three fights, but you only have to win once. And and Luffy got prep time. True. Luffy got uh, coated in some water, got a barrel of shit. Luffy got prep time and Crocodile also had to fight like an entire country and he had to fight Robin. Yeah, really. Robin's the one who like really t- did like 90 percent of the damage. Luffy just ca- came in and <laughs> t- t- uh, um, k- kill stealed. There we go. That's the term. Yeah, he kill stealed. But I mean, it's like Luffy came in with prep time, still lost. And then the only reason he was able to come in again is because Robin didn't let Crocodile recover when Luffy was able to recover. Yeah. So, like, Crocodile, that was earned. That was no, earned. No, you're right. You're right. Crocodile is still a badass. You're absolutely correct. Yeah. Crocodile is still a badass. The only reason he was only, like, the hundred-something million was because people didn't know. He was only, like, one-point-something Nami villages. Because uh, people didn't know about Baroque Works. If if people had known he was Mr. Zero, he'd have had like he'd have had a bounty like higher than Mihawk. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm I, I like that Aokiji establishes Logio users as being. No, if a Logio user just runs up on you, you are getting fucked. No, if no, if ands or buts right now. Yeah, you're, you're just wrecked. Yeah. Right now where the crew is, a Logio user will beat you, period. Um, I think it was Ness. I think it's it's almost like Mihawk. We needed someone like this to show up uh, to reestablish stakes. You know what? This isn't um, this is this is Barati. It's Barati. It's Barati. But we had Mihawk come after the Krieg instead of before the Krieg. Yeah. Longry Longland uh, feels like a a blend of a few like arcs we've seen, except like taking the good bits of each and being like, here you go. Yeah. With like the whole setup feeling like a weird in Barati, like of the cool big fight, Foxy being like a better Wapple, and then like the weird like help me in my horse, which is just you know uh, Orange Town and with the dog, except better because we didn't get a sad flashback of the horse. <laughs> I think I think once again Oda is just a dick to animals <laughs> because we we have the frog man, we have the horse. We have uh, all the frozen sea life in the vicinity. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is just environmental nightmares. Man. Man. If only there was an island that all of the animals could go to. Man, if only. If only. Anyway, aw- away we go. Off to Water 7. The city of water. Shipbuilding. Uh, city of shipbuilding and technology. Um, I never gave you your chapters. Oh, did you not? I did not. <laughs> okay, well, uh, Logpo's <laughs> updating. Logpo's <laughs> updating with what? Chapters 323 to at the end of Water 7, right? That's that's just where I go? We're just reading all the way through Water 7. No, your chapters uh, are 323 
to 331. So 323 to 331. Awesome. Now to begin <laughs> the long now to begin the long time where I tell people, yeah, I'm in water seven and I have to be very explicit as to where I am and they can't spoil it for me. Don't worry. There are markers in this whole arc. So you just have to say the chapter you ended on and people will be like, oh, fuck. <laughs> how dare they leave you there? And I'll just laugh. <laughs> oh, well, how dare you leave me there? Oh, you're gonna, you're probably going to be like, what the fuck? Now nah, we'll we'll breeze through this. We'll we'll record yeah. frequently. I, I love this arc. Everyone loves this arc. It's a good arc. Yeah. So we're I'm gonna go read it and we're gonna fi- figure out when we're recording again. Woo! Choo choo. Also, like, imagine if Foxy had joined the crew.